0: Welcome to Soul Awakening with Sandra. We're back again. I hope everyone had a lovely holiday. So let's get right into it. We're going to be talking about the art of being who you really are, right? And um in a, one of the previous episodes that I had, I talked about awareness, right? And this is for anybody who's spiritual, who's Christian, who's who's atheist or who's agnostic, it really doesn't matter. It's about knowing you. And basically, if you know you, then you know what the true you wants in life, right? If you were asked the question, tell me who you are as life. I know that doesn't sound, it it is the question. Tell me who you are as life. As the life you're living, tell me, you know, in 10 bullet points who you are. Right? I'm a businessman. I'm a businesswoman. I'm a mom. I'm a father. I'm a sister. I'm a brother. I'm a student. I'm a uh, nurse. I'm a auto mechanic. I'm a um, child. I am a friend. I'm a best friend. Do you see what I mean? That's life. And that's labels. Now, first thing you need to know, we've been talking about this, is that your ego likes labels. And your mind created the ego. Not source, not God, not any of that. When our mind became uh, self-aware, it did not like the, the inconsistencies of infinite possibility. That's how it looks at it inconsistencies where the soul looks at infinite possibilities. Right? So when you're asked that question you do have to dive a little bit deeper. It makes you think. It made me think. Who am I really? Right? And I really the person that I should be becoming. Right? But For me, the answer that I found out, and for you, you will find out. I mean, people can tell you over and over and over again. But until you believe it and it becomes your belief and then it becomes your truth, it's just a possibility. So we are awareness. We are awareness. We are the image and likeness of God or source or source energy or uh, Jesus consciousness, or Buddha consciousness, whatever noun you want to call the presence that is never an absence. You can even call the presence that's never an absence. Source or God does not care what you call it. That's on us, right? So who you are is awareness. I've been um, doing this, uh, all through my Instagram and my uh, TikTok and and my uh, YouTube and even here on um, Spotify and even on my iTunes. We've been studying this for a while and it's very, very important. Why? Because that's who you are. To God, to source, you are source to source. You are God to God. God is seeking self. Within us, we we didn't just come willy nilly to have a infinite um, lifespan and 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 free will choices, um, just willy nilly. No, we came to become more for God. God knows self itself as energy and consciousness. It knows itself as uh, unconditional love, the energy of unconditional love, the energy of joy, the energy of peace. It knows itself as that. But it asks, and I say it because I don't know what you want to call it. I'm going to go ahead and call it Source. Source wanted to know more about themselves. So they had this magnificent, joyous thought. It's a vibration. And that vibration vibrated out across the the darkness. Yes, source had darkness. And then brought everything to light. It brought solar systems and planets that are living. It brought us galaxies that we now can see through microscopes. Source is seeking self through us. And everything that source is In, as, and through us is energy. So, source comes into us as our soul, our, our soul spirit, and brings all that wonderful energy and awareness with it. So, when we're born, we're born awareness. But the question is, still, how do you define yourself when you define yourself as life? And the reason why I ask that is because we are creating our lives. We've been told our whole lives for decades and decades and decades that life is shitting on us. Life is doing things to us. Life is fucking with us. But life is waiting for us. It's waiting for us to give it a command, to write the story, to change the story, to revamp the story, to figure out that our stories are uh, laced, interlaced with other people's stories. To, to deep dive into ourselves as the unique individuals we are, right? So think of it this way. Everything we see with our eyes, we think we're just seeing with our eyes everywhere we look, right? But think of our bodies as one big optic nerve. Our bodies are seeing, feeling, being, becoming, changing. And I I, I I, will say again, the only constant in our universe and in our duality is change. And we're supposed to change, but yet we stick firm to the things that no longer serve us anymore because we don't want to change. Whether it's fear, or whether it's holding on to family, or whether it's holding on to friends, or whether it's holding on to a belief that, you know, you got from religion or politics or whatnot. And because your friends aren't letting go of it, you think you shouldn't let go of it either. Because your family's not letting go of it, you think you shouldn't let go of it either. Except What you're feeling about that old story that you're holding on to that's making your body feel uh, in a negative pattern, you change. It's a change. It's the fear of change. That's why you hold on to things that no longer serve you. Been there, done that. Right? So that's why I ask when you define yourself and you define yourself at, at as life, what five things do you list in defining yourself as life? Because that's what source is seeing through you, feeling through you, being as you. And that's why we have all these um, uh, free will choices. And that's why we get to sift and sort to who we are in our, our subconscious. Get this. I did uh you know the the ego and the ego has a ton of hiding places in in our subconscious that it can go and just you know bring forward it's a, it's it's a rotating audio program that's already playing but if your ego is loud and you aren't doing what your ego believes it should be doing which is staying in the safe place, or staying in the comfortable place for your ego, the satisfactory place for your ego, then when you color outside the lines or you step outside that prefabricated box that ego has set up for you, it just pulls it forward and it becomes the loudest thing in your subconscious. And get this, your conscious is listening to your subconscious. That mind is listening to it. Every cell in your body is the the conscious mind. And sometimes if the conscious mind isn't, you know, uh, working to to, um, the benefit of your ego, your ego becomes louder than that. Because it likes form. And you go, what's wrong with form? What's wrong with form? Well, God, source, Mother Father God, Jesus consciousness, consciousness is formless. See, we've all been taught that there's a anthropomorphic God in the sky, looks like a man, and it's walking around and creating havoc for everybody, testing us in at in every at every intersection, just testing us and has decided that we are um, sinners because of an anthropomorphic apple or fruit that uh, represents wisdom and understanding. And because we ate that proverbial fruit, we are sinful. Well, for me, that was the first story that I had to kind of um, uh, release. An old dogma. Because it never sat with me. Why would, even if it's an anthropomorphic God, create us just to condemn us? Didn't make sense. For me. But it was part of my growth. I had to ask why. I had to ask what more. Right? For for, for me. And if you ask those questions that are deep for you, that are going to imply that change is going to happen, and you don't fear it, you'll find some magnificent answers about yourself, about who you are, and then about who you really are, okay? So our body is this optic nerve full of light, right? It sees all the desires that we perceive, right? it, It sees our reality as is. We see it, we smell it, we taste it, we hear it, we touch it, right? But we were meant to be more. What were we meant to do with seeing it and hearing it and tasting it and smelling it and touching it? Who were we meant to be with that? We were meant to be awareness, And we are awareness. If you want to ever, ever, you know, test it, ask yourself, am I aware? And awareness is there. Because as soon as you ask yourself, am I aware? The ego takes a back seat. It doesn't know what to do with that. It can't compute that question. Your ego likes to stay in the shadows, It likes to do things incognito. And we talked about um, in earlier um, videos that I posted here and on iTunes and on YouTube about the ego and about the playground. Ego has so many playgrounds, you couldn't even begin to name them all. And not every one person has the same playground. Depending on what their 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 old dogmas and old stories are that are in that playground. But your ego set them up when, when your mind couldn't figure them out, when it wasn't linear. Right? As the universe is a big swirl. Nothing is linear. But your ego has to live within the linear. It has to either have a past or it has to have a future. It cannot resonate in your now moment and that's who you are your awareness being aware awareness is now so when you ask yourself am i aware you're in your now your awareness being aware of what that your happiness you are happiness you don't you're not waiting for something to make you happy you are happiness you are joy you are peace, you are longevity. You see where I'm going? You are abundant. You are financially abundant. You're not waiting for finances to come to you. You are financially abundant now. You're living in a plentiful st- state of, of awareness because you're aware. Right? Okay. Let's see. Um, We desire to perceive our our reality, right? We desire to look through our mind and say, this is our reality. And that's fine for the mind. Then the mind doesn't have to figure out anything. It'll just give you what you want to see in a vague format. That's why when you meditate and you have intention when you meditate and you also have embodiment when you meditate, it takes you out of that linear uh, line of thinking with your mind and it takes you down uh, Alice's rabbit hole of, of infinite possibilities. That's what the universe is, Alice's big rabbit hole. And... And your soul knows exactly how to guide you through it because it's not afraid of never touching down because it knows that it's it's centered in all that awareness is, and the awareness I'm talking about is the where the awareness of the source that is ne- that's always a presence and never an absence, and that is you. So um so you have to you have to help your mind understand your consciousness see we've been doing it and we've been retraining our mind with our mind but we have to retrain our mind with consciousness what better than your soul spirit it came from consciousness it vibrates in consciousness There is so much to learn about you. But the, the thing is, the one dogma from the dawn of time that has been handed down from generation to generation is to be fearful of asking the question, who am I? Because once you ask that question of who am I, your mind has to take a back seat because your soul is going to say, you're ready. Let's deep dive. Here you go. And it doesn't matter whether you call your soul, soul or soul spirit or internal guidance system or that, that, um, you know, that uh, uh, knee, uh, knee jerk reaction that you have, your gut feeling or whatnot. It still all vibrates no matter what you call it. Because you were born with it. And the moment that you ask, source is like, okay, here we are. The moment you, you you ask, am I aware? All right, awareness is all around you. Yes, you are. Now, it might not stay for long because if you, you're not vibrating in it yet, it might leave you for, for a minute or two until you ask again. So you could ask in the morning, you could ask uh, during lunch, you could ask uh, when you get home from work, you could ask while you're uh, putting the kids to bed, you could ask before you go to bed, and then you could ask when you get up. And you are co- constantly awareness. It depends solely on you. You're responsible for you, all right? And that's the next thing. We need to take responsibility ourselves. We need to take responsibility for our pet peeves. We speak so much about it that every time we speak about it, then something else opens up in a situation or a circumstance with a person or something that the pet peeve shows up again. But it's not somebody else's pet peeve. It's yours. Right? Who are you? you? Who are you as life? So, um, also, we have to know we have separated ourselves from all that is awareness. That includes when we walk in the park or when we, uh, uh, you know, uh, walk up the street or when we walk by a tree or when we walk our dog. And we're so busy thinking that we're living life that we don't have those now moments where we're enjoying life. So, I wrote down something. The earth contains every state of consciousness and we are part of that consciousness. Why? Because we are aware and awareness that we are is aware of the consciousness that all of the earth is and that all of the planets are and that all of the stars are and that all of the, the, the debris is in space. And we are aware of space. The moment we become aware of space, we view it. We view that space that holds up all of our our stars and, and our, our moon and our sun. That holds our, our, our planet Gaia up. That inter, interacts with the sun and the moon. Right? We become aware of it. It's there. The space that holds it up. So um let's uh think let's see. So what we need to do as who you are, awareness, and it'll take you some time to figure that out, but it's okay. It'll come, come to you and it'll leave you, and it'll come to you and it'll leave you. You got to praise the beauty and the intelligence, the good and the talented, and then look for those qualities in you. Because if you aren't saying that you are awareness, that you are the quality of wholeness, the quality of joy, the quality of peace, the quality of longevity, you if you're not saying that you you are the quality of wisdom and understanding, which is intelligence of the universe, then you're not tapping into the authentic you. If you're saying I am my car, I am my house, I am my my uh, um, I am my things, you aren't being authentically you because that's not life. Life is awareness, and awareness is aware. So let's see. Um, let's talk about as awareness, as you are awareness, right? You're ask, asking the question Am I aware? I've, this is a new question, right? We've mentioned it before, but instead of asking who I am as life, now we're asking, am I aware? Right? And awareness shows up. So what do you say while you're in that awareness, while you are realizing that you're awareness? So don't say what you don't want to experience. Because we all say, I don't want, I don't want, um, you know, that's not for me. Yuck, that's not mine. I wouldn't like that. Um, You know, blah, blah, blah. I don't want. I don't want this to happen. I don't want to get another bill in the mail. I hate going to the mailbox. I, I, you know, this, this check that I have isn't even worth cashing. I don't even want to go to the bank. Blah, blah, blah. I don't, I don't, I don't. Universe doesn't know don't. It just knows what you're vibing. Right? And as awareness, being aware, and 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 being interconnected with the universe, that's power. And power and the power of the universe doesn't care what you don't want. If you're fixating on it, if you keep saying it, it's gonna say that's the vibration he or she wants. Your wish is my command. Because the universe is your, your 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 big tool all the universal laws are your big tool for you right and remember this i'm looking at my cards because i i just there's so much to say and i want to try to keep it under you know uh 30 40 minutes um but You say what you experience, right? And sometimes you get caught in the feelings of something that you've said or or, or, or manifested and it came, it came to fruition and then it didn't feel good. Well, first you have to know you are responsible for you, for everything you say and do. Everything shows up. And this was the hardest thing for me to really work out that I had to keep putting my ego on the back seat so I could work it out, so my inner my inner guidance system could work it out with my mind, that I'm responsible for me, for everything I've ever said or got or uh, uh, felt in life as awareness, I'm responsible. But that is the second thing that um, humanity has been downloaded with, is that When shit happens to us, we're not responsible. It's somebody else's problem. But we are accountable. And there's that word, a lot of people, a lot of, probably 7.7 billion out of 8 billion people don't like the word accountability. But we're accountable for ourselves. We're accountable for our ego. We're accountable for our mind we're accountable for all the shit that's ever happened to us. And as children, our parents were held accountable for that because they were the ones that had all the dialogue going around you, around us as kids. We didn't know to block it or 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 release it or or know that it wasn't ours, that that was just somebody speaking, you know, their their thoughts and their perceptions over us. But when we became adults, and we started to understand that we had triggers. It, was, it is our responsibility to sift and sort to those old stories that make those triggers. Because they're there. So we are accountable. And as we become accountable to us being awareness. I wrote this down. Continue to expand your life. We need to continue to expand our life. As we're, as, as, as not just living it, as we're creating it, we need to be responsible for that. Right? And remember this, the universal laws, cosmic laws, they can't be altered. They're not going to be budged. They, they, they don't have any blurred lines or gray areas where you can hide in. They work as they work they work whether we believe them or not they work whether we're uh we know that we're awareness or not and they they're always listening what are they listening to the vibration of us every no that we say or every don't want what that we say or every time we say we hate that or i don't like that or i don't want that It's listening to vibration. And the more you say it, the more it vibrates. And the universe just says, okay, Sandy wants more. Or Joe Blow wants more. Or Tasha Mee wants more. Whoever it is, it has no gray areas. And it does not think for you about who you are. It does not define you. You have to define yourself. You have to ask, who am I as life? And then if you're quiet enough, and that's why most people are are su- suggest meditation, because once you get quiet just a little while, even for five minutes, your ego takes a back seat and the, the source that's within you, your soul gets to rise up and have a conversation with who you really are to remind you who you really are. I could say till the cow's come home you are awareness and you are awareness being aware but until something rocks your foundation or till a seed drops in that soil that's next to that tree that's um uh uh dying of old stories and old paradigms and 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 old beliefs and that seed breaks that ground, just breaks it open and it begins to get watered and it begins to grow and it begins to allow the the old stories to just seep into um, nothingness, you're going to think that you are the life that is being created for you instead of because of you. All right, so... um, I wanted to talk also about perpetual transmutation. You've heard people say that. It's just, It states that energy cannot be created or destroyed. That it just changes from one state to another. And energy is always, always in and out of form. Why? Because it's formless. So it can create for you. It can create for you, but if it's creating for you with no intention to it, no, um, no embodiment to it of you knowing who you are and what you really want for yourself, then it's going to be form that disappears and you're going to go into going, I'm not happy because you think that your happiness is interdependent on form. Your ego wants you to think that because it wants label and it wants to be you. But see, your mind comes close to knowing that ego isn't quite you, that personality. There's a personality that's deep down inside you called your soul or your soul spirit that's connected to Source, God, Jesus consciousness, Buddha consciousness. And... Your ego keeps trying. It'll keep trying. Your ego is the one that will tell you, you need to always be right. So every time somebody says something that you disagree with, you need to always be right and you're going to argue the point. You're going to be the loudest voice in your head, the ego, and you're going to be the one that has the last say, even if you're being obnoxious. Even if what you're saying You do feel that it's not for your greatest good or not for anybody else's greatest good, but you're going to say it. Why? Because your ego is running the show because you have not become the observer, the awareness that you are, that is aware, observer of you and what your old stories are, what your triggers are, right? Let's also talk about the law of polarity. Everything has polar opposites. It does. Everything has polar opposites in duality. So when you ask yourself, well, I just don't understand why. Everything can't be good. Why? why everybody can't just figure out how to be happy all the time and we shouldn't have you know we shouldn't have this or we shouldn't have that you know the government's doing this government conspiracy here oh um you know uh, organized religion and 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 talking about pharmaceuticals and we're talking about all this stuff and why why can't it just be fixed because d- duality is polar opposites And in order to know what you like, sometimes what you don't like opens up to you. It's not source judging you. It's not source testing you. It's just we live in a duality where if our soul is looking to find out what love feels like, somewhere in one of those open doors is somebody that doesn't like you very much. Strong word, hate you. Or you have that feeling of hate for somebody else, and then you learn to release and allow love in, and then your soul goes, oh, this is what love feels like. And if you're aware, you can move in and out of these polarities, living life and living life out loud, out loud, because that's what we were meant to do. We were meant to live life out loud, And large. And not large as the world. We were meant to live life. Through the awareness that we are. Knowing that we are aware. And who we are. And what we can create. With all this massive energy that we have. Inside us. Outside us. Colliding with with other stories. For me. When I realized. That. I was telling a story of a mother having three kids, watching them grow up. And when they got to that age to grow up and start telling their own stories, I held on. And that was a part of fear that I need to let go of. Give the boot. Tell fear. Bye-bye. Why? Because my story was, was new about me and who I am as awareness and what I am seeing, being awareness, being aware and being observant of my mind and of my ego and of the things that I am creating, that I am speaking out or when to be quiet or when to be silent or when to hold space when um, um, I'm uh, uh, holding space for other people, praying more or less. Learning not to hold words over them, not knowing what they really need. But if I'm aware that I'm awareness, then my awareness knows. Right? So for me, my children started telling another story and I'm still in the story, but in a different place in in, in their script. And that's okay. Why? Because our stories are interlinked. So I get to, as this adult who who has adult children that are in their own household now, I get to be awareness, being aware that I am writing a new story. So two questions. Who are you as life? Write five five things down. And then... The next question, say, am I aware? And then write down five things that you notice while your awareness is there. So I thank you very much for joining me. Um, I am on Spotify, which is here. I am on iTunes. I am on YouTube and I am on Instagram. You can find me on TikTok and um, Facebook Soul Awakening with Sandra. Please uh, check out uh, my videos on each of those sites. I would love you for you to subscribe, click like and enjoy because you might find something there that you haven't heard yet. So be happy, be safe, be blessed, be kind to yourself, be joyous, and ask, am I aware? Take care.